Hello and welcome to Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. We are your hosts, Vidas Pinkavichus and Oshamut Zeta Pinkavichin. We've been mastering secrets of organ playing for more than 20 years and sharing them on this blog since 2011. On this show, which we create from our home in Vilnius, Lithuania, we strive to help you grow in every area of organ playing, including practice, technique, repertoire, sight reading, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory, harmony, and many others. Our hope is to help you become a complete musician, or what we call as total organist, a program which we have created to help you reach your dreams faster than you would do on your own. If you are new here, we invite you to subscribe to receive free updates of this blog at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video on how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. And now let's go to the podcast for today. Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Usha. Let's start episode 272 of Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. This question was sent by Yur, and he writes, Thank you very much, Vidas. My biggest challenge is still to be patient and not rush ahead in a piece before I have mastered it bit by bit. I know this is a very bad habit and the reason why I never can play without making mistakes. I'm trying to find the discipline. Practicing just one piece does get a bit boring, so in addition to BWV 639, I have now also started working on BWV 731. I have practiced this in the past but with different fingering. I am now relearning it with yours. Many thanks. So, Osha, Jur is our total organist student. Yes, he is. And um, it's very nice that people can take those pieces that we are uh, fingering and pedaling them and um, make them their own, right? Uh, they can apply to their own situation and uh, choose according to their level of mastery. That's true. It's nice when you can you know, have a variety of things to choose from. Mm. It seems that you likes Bach's music a lot, right? True, because all that he talks is about you know, Bach's music. And I think, you know, these chorales are a good start for organists. Ich Ruf zu dir only has three parts. Uh, soprano part, the middle part, uh, played uh, with the left hand and the pedals. They're really relatively easy. I think it's probably the most convenient way to start learning Bach's chorales. Or box music in general? Probably yes, because the tempo is slow. This was my first practice guide that I created when I started Secrets of Organ Playing back in 2011. So I intentionally first created the video How to Master Any Organ Composition and I thought you know, bit by bit, how to 
master this particular piece and then three months later I released this uh, practice guide for people but not only with fingering and pedaling but uh, I like to do step-by-step -step approach uh, with uh, with basically practice schedule and the, the fragments that students could master for each day so in, in a course of maybe two weeks someone could learn this piece from our uh, guidebook excellent so now you know your talks about uh, BWV 639 and he, and he says you know that he learned it earlier with his own fingering and now he is relearning it so what do you think about you know relearning pieces is it good way or not good way you know relearning a different fingering uh, it, it, it's been a while since I used somebody else's fingering, you know, I always create my own fingering, but I can imagine being in your shoes or anybody else's position that if they, let's say, are used in playing with heels or with finger substitution, and then they discover something like um, my practice guide with, with the different system. Then, obviously, it takes a while to get used to the new method, right, Osha? But I think it doesn't hurt to do this. What do you think, Osha? Well, yes, I remember, you know, when before going to study to United States, I played Toccata by J.S. Bach, C major Toccata, Adagio and Fugue. Mm -hmm. And I played it actually using, you know, not only toes, but heels in the pedal. And I think I might use some finger substitutions, especially in the Adagio part. But then, you know, I played it again in the States with uh, different fingering and pedaling using only toes and no finger substitutions and I think it worked better. How did your fingers react at first? Of course, you know, you have this muscle memory and when you learn a piece one way, after a while you come back to this piece, start learning it the new way, the old way sort of is still there. It was hard. I think it's harder to relearn piece than, you know, in a different manner with a different fingering and pedaling than, you know, to learn a new piece. But I managed it because it's such a nice piece that, you know, you cannot just don't play it. Yeah, you have to always look at your own goals and if this piece suits your dreams then then you can learn it uh, the right way even if the old fingering and pedaling was ingrained in your own muscles and body for so long. But uh, it takes, you know open mind yes sometimes I get comments like that it's not Im not possible to to play virtuosically in in 
using toes only, for example, with with pedals. And I think we have discussed this earlier, right, on on some podcast episode. Yes. It I think it takes open mind. What do you think, Osha? Yes, I think so. You know, you need to be eager to learn all the life. And people who say that um, it's not possible from their experience is not possible, right? That's where they come from. It's not necessarily true. So, uh, his challenge, Yuri is um, frustrated with uh, with practicing a piece, I think, too fast, right? Before he fully masters it bit by bit. This is a habit that we sometimes all get. It's actually a very common, you know, thing. Everybody wants you know, to play faster very soon, but no. When you think about that final result, I think it should keep you, you know, slowing down and practice slowly. But people still do it not often enough, right? Uh, what's the main reason for this ocean? I think everybody wants to get, you know, immediate gratification. And that's nothing bad about that, right? Yes, it's nothing we bad seek about pl- it, yes. We seek pleasure and try to avoid pain. That's all we do, actually. That's no human nature. Yeah. Not only human, all living things. Even plants, right, they strive to the light because it's good for them. That's right. And to try to avoid uh, dark places. They, But I don't know how they avoid dark places if people <laughs> plant uh, uh, them in a dark room. Um, but maybe they, they can move, you know, when, they, when we are not looking. Right, Osha? Yes, but I think, you know, with practicing slowly, I think... We need to keep in mind that big, bigger, larger picture, that eagle vision, so-called. You know, if you would look at the final result from above, then you will find out. You know, that slow practice will lead you to that nice final result. Mm-hmm. And this vision uh, is uh, appropriate for big things, for your big goal, right? Yes. And uh, what's the opposite of that, of eagle vision? Chicken vision. <laughs> Chicken vision, right? When we seek immediate gratification. Yes. I see. Um, um, so, yeah. Probably you and anybody else is in his shoes need to find a bigger motivation for practicing the right way. Maybe a challenge of some sort. Maybe some public accountability. Right, Osha? Maybe to take it to the next level. If I don't know if Yuri is practicing for his for his own pleasure or not, but but sometimes people get um, comfortable or too comfortable in, in their own practice rooms, right? And, and only family members sometimes can see them or hear them. Do you think that's enough? Well. Depends on you know what 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 kind of life you lead. 
it, it, let's see let's say that a person only does this for a hobby right as a hobby and doesn't have any dream to play it in public and the reason I'm advocating for playing in public now is that their playing will improve immensely right I understand amateurs and uh, hobbyists that's really good that's that's what our organ fans uh, are for but but sometimes uh, you want to improve even more right true and then the public performance is no very good way to do it to mm-hmm. achieve something right and uh, he knows that that uh, the reason that he can't play without mistakes is probably because he plays the piece too fast um, right away, uh, not mastered in in a small fragments, right? Um, so I, I hope he perseveres and finds uh, this inner strength to do this right. True. Let's wish him well. Thank you guys, this was with us. And Osha. Please send us more of your questions. We love helping you grow. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen. This blog is supported by Total Organist, the most comprehensive organ training program online where you will find courses for every area of organ playing, including technique, practice, sight reading, repertoire playing, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory and harmony, with hundreds of scores and thousands of exercises. Here is what some of the students are saying. Hugh writes, the sight reading course has helped me tremendously. Thank you very much for SS courses and all your help. Robert writes, I found the fingerings, registration ideas and general comments to be excellent. John writes, I have found your download very helpful. It was really excellent. I have watched some of your teaching videos and when I read your instructions. I try to imagine you are there teaching me. You may feel disappointed that I am two three days behind, but I am a slow learner and I have committed to taking the time to get it right, as you say. But the other night my wife commented that she had never heard me play such a detailed melody in the left hand so well. My left hand is generally poor. Robert writes, It has been a great pleasure in my life of having discovered your courses and material as well as the YouTube work of recordings. You have a calm and pleasant way of teaching. Ron writes, Hi Vidas and Osha, thank you guys. What a wonderful response to my email note to you. You've got me right, and I feel you understand my level of playing. Yes, at home and lucky that I have an organ for that reason. I am paying attention to this, and I am going to try this haha no longer secret model. Yes, and I love Caesar Frank too. What is very nice about your blog podcast is that Osha and Vidas are like a Socratic dialogue, and by bouncing things off of each other, so much more information comes out and is expressed. Your comments contain a wealth of information and understanding. I really appreciate this. 
It is very inspiring and will keep us moving forward. Would you like to receive the same or even better results that our students are getting? If so, join them at organduo.lt slash total dash organist. And of course, you will get the first month free too. You can cancel anytime. Also, if you haven't yet subscribed to receive free updates of this blog, make sure you do that at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video How to Master Any Organ Composition and 10-Day Organ Playing Mini Course. This was Vidas and Osha from Secrets of Organ Playing. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen.